let me let me work, let me pray, and let me be present. You know, and that I think is quintessential Salesian. You know, let me work, let me pray, let me be present with our young people and with with our Salesian family. Welcome back, everybody, to the Salesian Valdoco family. It's all mixed up now. It's the Valdoco podcast. We are visiting with the Salesian family. I'm Father Steve. I'm Vicky. <laughs> and we have our guest here. Who's here with us? Hey, y'all. I'm uh, Brother Regan. Amen, Brother Regan. <laughs> <laughs> Got really excited so about that. So we are glad you're here. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're continuing the, the season is on Salesian presence, on presence, um, and so just talking to different uh, people in the Salesian family on who was present to them and um, who made an impact in their life, uh, you know, how it affected their relationship with God or just affected them in general. Um, like we said in the past episodes, it's just right, God speaks through people. Um, so yeah, so we have Brother Regan here today. Um, could you tell us just like five things about who you are? Okay. Just like intro yourself, whatever you want. Okay, perfect. So like uh, like we were saying, I my name is Brother Regan, and I am born and raised in Texas. Um, but I like to say that I have my roots in Louisiana. My parents are both past pupils from New Orleans. Shout out to AOL and Shaw back in the day. AOL was Immaculata, so whoop, whoop. <laughs> um so I got my roots in New Orleans, I got the trunk in Texas, and right now I have two branches. One in California, which is my home province, and, uh, and I spent four years there. And now I have another beautiful branch that's just starting to grow, um, and it's in New Jersey, so um, the eastern province. So I like to say those are my two branches. Hopefully they're bearing good fruit. Uh, only time will tell, and who knows how many more branches uh, that will be on my, the, the tree of Regan, you know. Um, I am a coadjutor brother, so I'm a lay brother. Um, I, this is my second year of profession. Woo-hoo. Wow, congratulations. And uh, thank you, thank you. And uh, I am currently here in Orange, New Jersey, studying at Seton Hall, getting my master's in social work. So I'm very excited about that and, and just where God is, is kind of bringing me and where God has, uh, has planted me. Awesome. You know. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, just a reminder that we, yeah, this house in in Orange is the formation house. So where people come from different parts of the United States and Canada, uh, when they're looking to study to be a Salesian, either a brother or a priest. And so we have now three guys in this community from California province, right? The, yes. The, the Western province. Yes. Three of us. So uh, you're in your second year and then you have two guys in the first year. Correct. Right. And then we have uh, two guys from Canada. Right, you have, we have Geo now, and we have uh, and Deacon Brandon, Deacon Brandon. Yeah. and then the other guys are from different parts of yeah. right. of the eastern part of the United States. Um, all studying here to yeah to be they go to Seton Hall University, most of them or the community college nearby, and uh, just kind of studying to be either a priest or a brother. And this is part of their formation time. So I was yeah. here two years, three. I was here three years, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be here three years too, no way. And they said it didn't happen <laughs> or it can't happen. But I was here. I was here. My pre-novice here. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I was here. My pre-novice here. And then I went to the Mission, California. And then I came back here for two years. It's okay. So, we'll uh, cut that so one we'll out. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, cool. So good. Yeah. Most welcome here. Thank you for taking the time to have this conversation with us. Yeah, of course. And uh, now we can kind of just go right into it. So mm-hmm. if you want to just tell us a story about... One or two people that were really present to you in your life. Perfect. So I think, uh, I mean, of course, 
my family, my friends, um, I mean, those are probably the most um, impactful relationships, but also like probably one of the easiest answers. So digging kind of a little deeper in, in my life, I think it's important to note even the people that had a small impact, but that quote unquote small impact, I suppose, that ended up being such a moving force and such a big impact later on. Yeah. You know, and one one uh, person I'd like to share was um, actually she was our our youth minister at St. John the Apostle Church in uh, North Richland Hills, Texas. She was our youth minister. She was our confirmation coordinator, you know, an amalgamation of different roles that, of course, (laughs) small parishes, poor parishes end up having just one person do everything. So she was that that person. And I'll be very honest, it, it was my. I was a late a late bloomer to to confirmation. It, I was gonna be a junior, so I was like sixteen going on seventeen type of thing, and um, and I was excited and I, it was great. I was a little nervous because I went to Catholic Catholic high school. Um, I went to Catholic high school. Most of the people in like most of what now are my friends, but at the time, most of the people that were in the confirmation program were from the public schools around. There weren't any other private schools. And of course, my mindset goes like, I don't know these people. I, I don't, you know, why would I go when I don't know these people? I don't know where their faith is. I kind of, sad to say, I, I, I kind of downplayed their reality and their, and what they can, you know, bring to the table. Um, and it was really sad looking up, looking back at it. But now, like I said, I can say those people, you know, some of them are, are still some of my closest friends today. Um, and it all, the hinge was Miss Renee. Miss Renee was, she was wonderful. She was loud. She was eccentric. I remember for, um, like, for All Saints Day, she dressed up like St. Francis of Assisi. <laughs> so she, like, painted on this beard. She got a bald cap and she, like, like glued cut out like uh, oh my like gosh. chipmunks and, <laughs> and birds on her head on her body she had the robe and everything she was so funny oh she was gosh. a beautiful soul um she was a convert from uh from baptist right and she just brought such enthusiasm to confirmation and that kind of brings me to when we started confirmation i was in my own head I put up these walls and I didn't want to be there. You know, we started off every day with praise and worship or every, you know, meeting with praise and worship and all those things. And um, I just felt very uncomfortable. I was like, this is not how I pray. I want to leave. Yeah. You know, and after, which is funny because I'm almost a a complete 180 now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love the praise and worship. I love the, you know, the, the, the charismatic, you know, branch of our faith. I, I find beautiful. It's a beautiful expression of faith. It's a beautiful expression of, of the love of God. But back then I was like, no, this is not <laughs> how I do things. This is not what I want to do. And so I, I shared that with her. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about not continuing, um, you know, trying to be very polite. I'm from the South, right? Nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with the program. Maybe I'm not ready. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> exactly. It's not you. It's, not you, it's me. I felt I like I was breaking up with someone. <laughs> So I, uh, so I told her that, and, and she's like, you know what? I can't really talk right now, but if you can meet with me tomorrow with your mom, 
come to my office mm-hmm. and we'll have a good chat. Okay, you, you know, if you want to leave, all these things, just let me know. Okay, so we'll, we'll have that chat. So the next day comes around and we talked in the most beautiful, kind soul. I'm telling you, I, she's like, she really is like a mom, you know, and she goes, no, Regan, it's okay that this isn't your way to pray. Like, we don't want to force you to do anything. As long as you have a relationship with God, that's what we want to happen. Because I was thinking to myself, I'll wait until it's 18. It's like a six, it's like a six week course. I don't have to do all those things. It's crazy. Um, But then she just made me feel so welcome, you know, and little by little throughout the time, she, she, she offered different um, experiences for me. She goes, we'll keep the chapel open. We'll have adoration if you want to go in. We'll, you know, there was a, there was a um, fellow classmate of mine who, was on the autism spectrum, right? And he didn't like the music because it was too loud and it ended up being like, instead of even going to the chapel, I would hang out with him. Mm. And like, that would be my prayer moment to just be present, mm. kind of starting the, the, the beginnings of this idea of presence, right? I would be present with him, you know? And then later on, things, things started to develop. My own heart started to be open. These these walls started to break down and, and I considered these, you know, my, my classmates just my best friends and truly my Salesian family. I mean, not sorry, not Salesian family. Wow. See, we already got the Salesian <laughs> family. My, my, my faith family, which eventually will become a Salesian family. <laughs> down the road. <laughs> exactly, down the road. Um, but it really was beautiful because it was an opportunity for me to just let go of my own ego. You know, let go of my own my own thoughts and my own fears and all these things. Um, and Miss Renee was was that conduit of, of of being docile to the Holy Spirit, being open, being being willing to bend but never break. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I think translated. You know, what seven years later, this this Salesian flexibility, this Salesian openness, this Salesian meeting young people where they're at and not just letting them stay down there but but helping them walk with them accompany them to to move forward and I think that was just and I'm just really processing this now you know so all this is like wow I'm, I'm baffled with like wow Miss Renee God bless her you know what a what a a short time but what a what a grand impact on my life yeah you know, it really, it really is, really is beautiful. And then, of course, that that made me want to continue to to help out at, with confirmation. Ended up teaching confirmation courses, wow. and end up, you know, leading the, the 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 youth group, and then later on working with her to create the young adult group at the parish. And all these things just started to fall into place. And it wouldn't have happened if she didn't take the time to have that conversation with me mm-hmm. and say, like, Regan. I want you to get closer to God, no matter how that looks, mm-hmm. you know, and it really was, it really was amazing. Um, That's yeah. a beautiful, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. A beautiful witness of, again, one of the things that we talk about a lot is just like the investment in, like presence takes an investment, like yeah. you, it, of time, of energy, so it's a really a conscious decision to say, and also a way of life, some people just have that heart that they want to go the extra mile. They want yeah. to put the effort in. They want to have this meeting and actually talk to you and then give you options because it's. She could have said, "Okay, this is the way, or leave." Right. You know, you're either with yeah. us or you're out. And you know, for her to say, and I think that's something that 
just as a like a spirituality, you know, that much of our life is we want to turn and run away. You know, yeah. It's God constantly bringing us back and saying, okay, here, come back and we'll do it like this way or right. speak to you <laughs> yeah. this way or very patient, very kind. And how, how often God speaks to us through people. You know? So that, that moment is very clear. Okay, I'm out. This is not for me. I'm turning away and I'm going to go yeah. the other way. But then our God, very gently through, uh, through this woman, no, okay, come back. Let's talk about it and let's let's move in a different direction. We can have this option and then how that kind of sets you on another path and then get so yeah. involved like you did is uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just like the let's come back to my office, right? Like so even like with time in between, like how how good, right? To like offer that moment, come with yeah. your mom, we'll talk about it. Right. And then like answering <laughs> exactly what you needed. Like so good. Yeah. And then yeah, all that it can lead to, right? Like when we are we offer just a little bit of time to people. And then, like, listen and respond accordingly, right? Like, how, like, fruitful something can become for the person in front of us, I think, mm-hmm. is a really, like, good lesson. Because we work fast, right? Like, we have so many interactions with people. I think there's so many young people that we're encountering. And it's a good lesson to learn of, like, l- like listen. Like, really listen to what's being asked of you so that you can respond in a way that's good for the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so so good, like a really good example. Yeah. Have you seen her recently? Is she? Do you know? Only on much? Facebook. Yeah. Um. So she's no longer at the parish I grew up at at St. John's, but she moved back to her home, uh, town, which is probably you know kind of in the middle of nowhere in Texas, <laughs> called the uh, uh, Mineral Wells, like wow. over in that area, and uh, and she's now the youth minister up there at Our Lady of yeah. Our Lady Queen of Peace mm. and. And she's doing she's doing awesome things nice. over there. But uh, but I sad to say I, I haven't seen her in person. But often I remember to to you know DM her on mm-hmm. on Facebook and yeah. all that. Like, hey Miss Renee, just saying hey. Like again, thank you for everything. And she's like, oh Regan, don't worry about it, <laughs> My sweetie. Life. You're doing great. Keep praying for me. And I was like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, she's a doll. She's awesome. And you have another example. Yeah, so the the other example I kind of want to share is much more recent in my Salesian life and just how to live as a Salesian. Mm -hmm. So this this guy that I want to kind of talk about is one of the first Salesians that I had contact with over in California. His name is Brother Kwa Lung. And he's a coadjutor brother. He's a lay brother. Um, He worked for ages at at St. John Bosco High School, at at, um, St. Joseph's Retreat Center. And now he's up at um, Camp St. Francis. um, Yeah, Camp St. Francis in Aptos, California. And just how kind he was was how kind he is. <laughs> no longer kind. Hey, Brother Kwai, I know you're still here. Um, how, how kind he is and how just unassumingly yet so radically he lives out his Salesian identity. You know, in a particular way as a Salesian consecrated religious, right? Um, I think that was the Holy Spirit saying, hurry up! <laughs> or that was Brother Kwa saying, hey, Regan! <laughs> Just a dump truck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So, um, so yeah, so Brother Quag, you know, I, I visited him and he just took so much time. I, I barely spoke to him once, right, at, at when I first met him. But just this insane amount of love that he showed me in just being a part of the family now, right? I was, I was maybe like two days there for <laughs> Brother Damien and Brother Quang's uh, profession, right? And Brother Qua instantly saw me. He, he made me feel, feel welcome. He put me to work, <laughs> yeah, always. as he does, <laughs> always, as, always. Uh, as Brother yeah. Qua does, as we as Salesian, Salesian family does, you know, we, we always work, work, bread work in paradise. <laughs> but, um, but it was so beautiful. And, and, and always he, he texts me, he calls me, he, he is present to me as a brother, you know, and it's something that he doesn't have to do. You know, he, he's, he's a little bit older. He has a lot to do, but every time I'm in California, he makes an effort to say like, hey, let's go get lunch. Let's go talk. How are you doing? How's your spiritual life? How's, how's being in a new community? How are you doing, you know, integrating your, 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 your consecration to your life and all these things without such fancy words, but just so simple and so human and he also shared with me and kind of showed me the truth about Salesian Marian devotion. If you want to talk about a Salesian, a member of the Salesian family that is just head over heels for Mary, yeah. just totally in love with our mom. Talk about a mama's boy, you know. <laughs> he doesn't even have to say anything. But at a couple of our, um, our youth leadership conferences, Silk, Right, he's always in charge, and they put him in charge. You're in charge of the 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 walking um, mission rosary, and the first time I saw him that first summer, he had everyone lined up. He knew exactly what he wanted. He he had this this uh, beautiful statue of Mary on this pedestal that we ended up carrying like a procession, wow. right? And he did all the flowers, and he did all the all the grunt work, right, just to make sure that the young people can see the beauty of our devotion to Mary. Mm. And he really initiated that. And it's, it really is just, just beautiful. And he's sometimes in the background, he doesn't like to, you know, be mentioned. He doesn't like yeah. to be, to be, um, you know, say, Oh, and brother Quad did this. He goes, no, 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 whatever. <laughs> just let me, let me work. Let me pray and let me be present, you know? And that I think is quintessential Salesian, mm -hmm. you know, let me work, let me pray. Let me be present with our young people and with, with our Salesian family. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think it's also very characteristic of the Salesian brother, mm -hmm. you know, that just the, that opportunity to really be in the midst and be amongst, and you really don't necessarily see everything that they're doing. Sometimes the priests, because they have to, you know, celebrating Mass or whatever, they're kind of in the front, they're preaching, they're the mm -hmm. ones hearing the confession, whatever. But the brothers are really able to, to move in this way that is so present, so unassuming, so humble, and yet, and I think that's really how our God works, you know, like yeah. the incarnation of how much our God does that we don't see, you know, yeah. how much of the, just the grace that's being poured out and the, the things that are happening in our world that are not like these huge, you know, big miracles that we see or the mm. big things or the big, but just like the little small encounters, the little small moments and how it's beautiful to hear. Because I knew Brother Kwa because uh, I was there for one year for my novitiate mm. and I got to meet him and uh, the same, just the way that he worked and the way that he was present, the way that he was so, yeah, just inspiring 
but not in a showy way. Not no recognition way. needed. Yeah, right? yeah, he's, 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 he's amazing. amazing. So really cool. And I don't know. There's a lot to be done. There's a lot of work to be done. Um, and if we had to stop and say, look at me, look at me all the time. <laughs> Sometimes our ego gets the best of <laughs> exactly, us. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And I think it's it's good to, like how beautiful that he's an older Salesian, right? That's still, I think, putting that into practice. And I think that's when we have the leadership retreat and the older SDBs come and they're present. Um, it's beautiful to see them like step fully into this role as like the grandfather, mm. right? In the room, um, like with a lot of just, like ease to be present, to, to talk, to check in, um, you know, to just be around. Uh, Deacon, Deacon Brandon just talked about Father John Patino and mm. the same thing, right? That he walked around like doing something with his hands around camp <laughs> for like his introverted self. And so that like the personality doesn't need, need to get in the way, just doing something and, and walking around and being present and how much that means and, and checking in and asking those mm. questions. Um, that's something that you're talking talking about a lot, like at the office. Um, Amy's Amy's mentioned that of of just like having people around that are that are willing to check in and mm. say, "How is this part of your life doing?" Not to be a spiritual director, not to whatever, not to step over any any boundary, but just to check in, right? Because it's the work and the faith, mm. right? All in the same place, coming together. And so, how beautiful that you've had this example to then learn from right yeah. that you're going to be this old man one day <laughs> checking in with the younger checking brothers yeah. hey let's go get lunch and then you are going to use exactly. these like fancy words you just <laughs> and uh yeah and ask those questions so that yeah they're just beautiful examples of how we can be you know and all of these different like shining personalities that mm. like show us what saint john bosco probably was like right that this yeah. like great man but we have these like little pieces of him in people mm. um so we get to experience like this really paternal um yeah people in our life yeah Beautiful. and with those two the two examples you gave how how would you say that you try to integrate mm. um like now in your in your daily life and the way that you live community and the mm. way that you live your Silesian life you know some things you obviously express the things that you learned but mm. what are some ways that you try to integrate into your into your daily life these yeah, I think for me, two of the main kind of takeaways is being able to be flexible and to meet people where they're at, mm. which is always a constant struggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But it's something to, to strive for, yeah. you know, and that's something that I really learned from Miss Renee is what can I do and what is possible to do too to help the person in front of me in a way that will actually help them. Mm. Not help me help them, but truly help them in their faith, in their, you know, in their life, in their work, whatever it may be, you know. I think that that just selfless giving rather than giving to feed an ego, Mm. right? Like, oh, I want to help you do this, but really just so I can seem helpful. Mm. Or I want to help you do this just to prove that I can, right? But instead, like, hey, what, what do you actually need? Okay, I'll help you with that yeah. if you need it, you know, type of thing. And I think from Brother Kwa, it's definitely that, again, I, he and I couldn't be more opposite of personality. <laughs> I am loud. I am gargantuous. <laughs> you should see what I'm wearing. I'm a little bit uh, tawdry at some point. But Brother Kwa is so simple yeah. and so 
not overly reserved because he's talkative. If you get him talking, right? But he unassuming. Maybe that's a better word. But how to integrate that humility mm. and that reservation, that holy reservation, I would say, that he doesn't need to be always in the front. He doesn't need to be recognized all the time, right? He doesn't look for that. But how can I, as a little more of an extrovert, as a little more of a, of a people, you know, person kind of thing, how can I integrate that, those intentions yeah. to my own personality, right? Into my own lived reality. So I think those two, the meeting people where they're at, the bending but never breaking, and also that just true humility, how to integrate that. And I, and I try to, you know, it's a, it's a work in progress yeah. as all of us are work in progresses. Yeah. You know? When I, I love that, like, uh, I guess, distinction of, I think with the personalities as well, right? Because it always does seem when someone is more introverted that when they do make the effort, you're like, they're really, they're working for that right mm. there. But then for the extrovert to be intentional about how you're approaching people, mm. even if it's easy, right. right? So the extrovert has to work hard to push themselves out there or it's there and they're tired and they have to like take care of that. Right. But that the extrovert can then approach with this like real, like, mm. like I'm... I'm going to sit with this person, right? And really listen to what they have they have to say and, and let that enrich me in a way that's not just, okay, it's good for my, like, energy, but also mm. just, yeah, it can it can feed something inside as well. So yeah. it's a beautiful distinction. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> what about well, advice? What advice have they given you that stood out? Oh, my goodness. Well, I know Brother Kwa always stay close to Mary. Mm. Yeah. That's something that he always says. And and you can kind of see it as, you know, frou-frou in the sky advice. But I think it, it, coming from him, it's it's practical. It's yeah. it's it's so human. Yeah. Stay close to your mom, you know. <laughs> Learn from her. Yeah. Mary, our mother. You know, Mary, our, our help, our help of Christians. The one who guided Don Bosco. The one who guides all of us. Like, stay close to her. Close. She's yeah. going to teach you what she what you need to know. You know, she's going to, she's going to walk with you. She's going to walk before you, you know? And I think that's something he just says that stay close to Mary. But <laughs> I'm reading yeah, into it. Exactly. <laughs> stay close to Mary in a true, authentic way, mm. you know? And I think from Miss Renee, there, there's nothing in particular that I remember her saying, but again, just kind of her, her living out of her faith, mm. you know, was always just very powerful for me. It's beautiful. Yeah, and something we can definitely take to heart, you know, that a lot of times it's not the words. In both mm, those examples, right. it's really the presence is a is a witness, and you don't always need words to yeah. to give that and to to let that speak. You yeah. know? So good, yeah. So again, at the end of this episode, we always encourage everybody to to give thanks for the people in their life, yeah. um, the people who formed them, who guided them, who helped them in any way. There's so many. If you really take the time to look through your life, how many people are part of this process, are part of you growing up, of part of your, your ups and downs in your life. So we just give thanks mm. for them. We are grateful. We try to be grateful. If you haven't said thank you to somebody in your life that you need to say thank you to, please mm. go and do that. Um, and then as we finish, uh, we always invite the guests to, to pray for us and to kind of pray to end the episode with a prayer. So if you don't mind doing that. Absolutely. All right. 
Let us begin as we begin all good things in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Loving Father, you continue to bring us together into your heart, to your hands. You never cease to fill our hearts with your love, fill our hearts with your joy. We ask you to continue to be with us, to bring us closer together as a Salesian family, bring us closer together with Mary, our mother, with Jesus, our brother, our good shepherd, so that we may become closer to you. We ask all this in Jesus' name, our brother, Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Mary help a Christian. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. Mother Mazzarello. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Amen. Thank you, Brother Regan. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 See y'all later. <laughs>